we do look to you. Lord, we, get, we turn this service over to you. And uh, we say, Holy Spirit, have your way in us. Speak to us. We'll speak to you. Lord, move in our lives and, uh, and do what you want to do. Lord, we offer ourselves as vessels that you can use and move through and flow through. Thank you for your manifest presence and your power and the very glory of God in each and every life. Thank you for doing great things in this place tonight. Lord, we just thank you in advance because we trust you. We thank you that we're not alone. We're never alone. You never leave us or forsake us, but you're always there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. We're involved in something greater than ourselves here tonight. Lord, greater than what we can do even individually, we can do much more together. And greater than what we can do together, we can do because we're involved with you. And we thank you that your spirit now works in us and works through us to accomplish eternal things. Oh, we give you praise and glory. What happened in Jubilee is, is, is everything that you had lost, you got back. And so, you know, if you fi- fell into financially difficult times uh, and you're your because fa- you know stuff land and those things were divided by family and they had all had their their portion and if you had run into difficult times and you were out of a job or out of food sometimes you might uh, go to work for somebody else but actually you could become their slave and they would have all your stuff and and because you didn't have any choice I mean you were really at at bottom of the barrel kind of thing and so you lost your family stuff lost the house and and lost the the farm and and uh and your kids and and every, everyone's working for somebody else and you're all you all belong to somebody else well when the year of jubilee came and the, the trumpet sounded is uh all of a sudden it didn't matter how much you had lost or how much you were in debt or what the case may be when jubilee came it all reverted it was a year of God's favor and grace and those who were just really under the barrel they came out and they got all their stuff back and uh, and you might have been working for one guy and uh, working as his slave but the trumpet blows and you walk off the job (laughs) and you go get your wife and your kids and you go get everything back that you lost and you got a fresh start now when Jesus stood up and said, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. God has anointed me. He's he, he quoting from Isaiah. And he said, this is now. He said, I've got an anointing to heal, to open blind eyes, to set captives free, to, to, you know, to remove the hurts of those who are uh, suffering, and to proclaim that it's Jubilee now. It's a, t- it's a day and it's a time of freedom and rejoicing and I think probably at certain times in the past you could hear some people shouting across the land why I'm free I mean I've been bound up for as long as I know I've had troubles for as long as I can remember but now through no doings of my of my own it's not like I just worked real hard and now I earned it no it's just God's favor 
And I'm walking out of this thing, and I bet you listen and you hear people all over the countryside going, whoop, whoop, <laughs> yeah, we're free, we're starting over, we get a fresh start today. And they would shout, and they would praise God, and they would give Him thanks. And, and listen, Jesus said, I'm here to proclaim that year for you. Now, in those days, a year was a year. In our day, this kind of year is, a, is not 365 days. Do you know what it is? It's been going on for a while now. It really has. Look over at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 1, we then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Don't receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. What kind of time? That's familiar language. In an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Now, is salvation good for a 24-hour period? Get it while it's hot. So he's not just talking about a one revolution here, <laughs> right? Not just talking about a 24-hour period. In the day of salvation, I have helped you. Is the acceptable time then a 24-hour period? No. Is it just a year? No. He said, behold, now is the accepted time. Well, if it's now, meaning then when he wrote this, what about when Jesus said, I'm here to proclaim an acceptable year? Well, evidently, this acceptable time is not just a short period of time, but it is a big period of time. All right? I think most of you know what that time is. It's the, day of, it's the age of grace. It's the day of salvation. Uh, he said, Behold, now is the day of salvation. Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to let you know it's time to go free. It's time to walk free from all the junk, from all the bondage. This, it's, listen, someone said, Well, I know, but that was you were saying that was like getting their land back and all this kind of stuff. That's true, and, and it, it relates to that, but Jesus used that in context of healing too. The day of salvation, the day of jubilee, or the year of jubilee, the day of... Of, of acceptance has to do with our freedom spirit soul and body has to do with our freedom walking free from all the things that have kept us back everything you've lost today is the day to get it back it's the year that jesus said it's the day i'm here to proclaim i want you to know that the time in which we live now listen this encompasses our entire life Huh? By no choice of our own, we happen to be born in this day. Now, we chose to receive the Lord, but here we are. We were born into the accepted day. One thing that should be very common in our lives is shouting, is thanking, is singing the victory, is praising God. It's not a bunch of gloom and despair songs. I don't know if you noticed, but we don't sing those here. 
I've been in lots of churches where you do sing how we're naked, wretched, and blind. But, but listen, those do not characterize our day. I'm telling you, and this is our entire lives. From the time Jesus came busting out of the grave, he started proclaiming it before it happened a few years earlier. time he come busting out of the grave, this is now the accepted time where God looks upon every person with favor. He looks upon them and says, go free. I'll give it all back to you. Everything you've lost, everything you've been uh, robbed of through life, you can have it back. That's why, listen, a majority of our time together is about celebration. It is about rejoicing. It is about praising God. It is to the degree that we know that we're free that we express. A big part of the church today, I'm t- I mean, I want to say huge part, the biggest part is about a party. It really is. It's, it, it's not about where we all get together and repent. Are you listening? Now, every person has to have that point in their life where they repent. They turn from their ways and run to the Lord. I don't minimize that. But once you've done that, the, the biggest part of our Christian life in our relationship to God is a party. Why? Because we live in an accepted day. We are free. <laughs> we are, <laughs> we've been liberated. The Spirit of God is going to remind you again and again of how good you have it. Oh yeah, too many times people think, oh the Lord's in here and the, the Lord's just really convicting me. Only that, that, that it's a day of victory. Are you listening? Say, doesn't the Lord correct us? Yeah, but that's, if we need that, He does. Thank God He does. But it's just to get us back to victory. It really is. Because if we're going the other direction, then this would be correction right now. But how many know it's, He wants to get you back to the party? I mean, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a shame when believers... I mean, there's a party going on. There's a party every time a sinner rejoices. It lights up again in heaven. You know, whoa, like that thing Tony does, whoa, you know. <laughs> I mean, it lights up again. Someone gets saved, and there starts the music, woo and here they go again. They're shouting. Come on now. I mean, it, I don't know who watched the Super Bowl, but how many know for one team, the, the winning team, it was a party. I mean, they were celebrating. They could hardly contain themselves. And, uh, you know, I, actually... It was the, you know, it was the Saints, the New Orleans Saints this year. And I got, I went to a game there. And I was not for them, but, uh, uh, but at this game, it was interesting. Every time their team scored, I mean, the place, literally, they all sing a song that I couldn't figure out the words to. But there's like, I forget, like 80,000 people or so. And after they score, and they're getting ready to kick off, the music lights up in the place, and everybody is singing and dancing. You look around, and everyone's, you know, doing this and singing this song. And, of course, I was for the opposing team, so I was real stiff. And I wouldn't move. 
I'm not smiling. I'm not participating. Why? I'm on the opposing team. Or, you know, I'm not on it, but, you know, for them. For the opposing team. How many know you can tell who's on the winning team in church? <laughs> how, how do you tell? You tell by those who know what happened. We won. We've got the victory. And so they, what, what do they do? They participate in the celebration. Yeah. They sing and they dance and they shout and they get happy. And they let, they let the victory influence them. Even though, you know those 80,000 people? They had very little to do with that score. Other than, you know, other than the encouragement. It was someone else who did it. It was the players. And how many know we had nothing to do with our victory? Jesus did it. But we get to celebrate just like we're on the team. <laughs> Almost like we're going to get the Super Bowl ring. I think we are. <laughs> but we didn't have anything to do with it. But it doesn't matter. The victory was, was, was for us. Amen. And when we know that, how does that affect it? it we, I tell you what, it's a party. It's a party. Too many times we have the wrong idea in church. Listen. This is a celebration. I'm telling you, that is the biggest part of our life. If I am not regularly and continually throughout my whole life, it's not something that gets old. You don't find people you typically getting tired of, uh, you know, parties and celebrations. Get tired of funerals, maybe, yeah. Get tired of, but tired of celebration? No, 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 no. A regular part of all of our lives, sometimes when we're alone, and absolutely when we get together, is a party. It is a celebration. Amen. Don't like act like you're on the opposing team. I refuse to participate. Are you dumb? I mean, I don't mean to be I don't mean to be rude here or anything. I mean, listen, I realize sometimes people just don't know. But many natural things, they get victory and they win whether it's a sporting event or something else or money in the mail, you know. It's like, "Woohoo!" <laughs> they get happy. But we are celebrating something that is far more important. And when the reality of this dawns on us, I don't think we can help ourselves. Ah, this is the day in which we... I think looking back through history, if we can get a a bird's eye view, an overview of, you know, thousands of years, what you do is you see a kind of, you know, you see a little bit of celebration here and there, but you get up to our day. Jesus came out of the tomb, and from that point on, man, it was just a party. It was a 2,000-year party. What is going on here? Is we never forget the victory that belongs to us. And these things, again, they never get old. Spiritual things don't get old like natural things do. It's not like uh, the, the, the blood of Jesus has to be spilled again if I sin again. Does it? No, 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 no. It's just like it happened a minute ago. In, in as far as freshness goes. My salvation. 
this jubilee, this the Lord has set me free. It's just like it happened yesterday, even though it happened a while ago. Right? Never gets old to us, as long as we don't let it get old to us. Let's be reminded. Let's be reminded that the Lord looks at, at, at you, and the Lord looks at me, and he looks at this, and he looks at everybody. He says, accepted, free, go ahead and go free. Now, how many know, if you go back to the old covenant there, and they, the year of Jubilee came, and maybe someone was born there in the middle, and nobody told them about it, they forgot to read the word, and they came up to year of Jubilee, and they were slave to somebody, and they thought, what's that horn? <laughs> they were announcing the year, but they thought, I guess someone's having a party. They heard some noise off in the distance. They thought, oh, isn't that nice? I wish I could be at a party like that. What if they didn't know about the Lord's declaration of freedom from them? How would they act? They might think, oh, isn't that nice? Maybe someday something good will happen in my life. But how many know that's all because they don't know? And that's true today. When people don't know what the Lord has done, what He has given, what He has provided, then it, it greatly restricts their ability to walk in it, to rejoice. Ah, I tell you what, what a tragedy if we were at a party for our whole life and we didn't know it. I mean, we acted like we were <laughs> like we were working a triple shift our whole life. I'm just tired and drugged down and, and it's not having any. You're at a party. You live in one. You were born in a time where partying is normal, where celebrating is natural. Join the fun. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, let me show you one more scripture while you're standing. Amen. Uh, Jude. Jude. And uh, I, I know this, that many things that God has promised us must be received. Right? I mean, salvation, for example, is available to all, but how many know it must be received by us to be made operative in our lives right anything of victory any declaration of freedom of, of jubilee of celebration of all these things they must be received by us H how can i receive celebration H how can i receive uh restoration and victory and all these things it, it, it's like in many things it, sometimes when someone's got a a physical problem say in their arm sometimes the way they receive it is by saying by his stripes I am healed and they're releasing their faith and grabbing hold of what God's given by his grace sometimes they go like this in other words they take a step of faith and act on act like they have what they believe they do have Everybody understand what we're talking about here? You have to act like you're like you're celebrating. You do, and that oftentimes will kick in a manifestation of what you need. 
I'm telling you, it's directly related. Don't just think, I just, I just, you just want everyone to get happy. Well, yeah, but I'm telling you, many times I've seen this happen. I've seen people run around a room and get healed. Yeah. Why? Well, not because uh, whosoever shall run around the room shall be healed. It's not like there's a verse on But they, they acted, say, they acted uh, free. They acted healed. They took a step. And something was in their heart, and they acted on it. And it caused it to manifest in their body. Where are you at, Jude? Jude. Uh, is that the right one? Hold on, Matthew, Mark, Luke. <laughs> Philemon, I mean. It's right before Hebrews. You know, all those little small books, you get them mixed up sometimes. Philemon, Jude, they sound the same. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I believe the Lord wants us to have a party believe the Lord wants us to have a good time every day of our lives he wants us to have a have a celebration I can read you from the in the Word of God about people who were persecuted and put in jail and they still had a party come on this is supernatural something we're talking about here Say, I feel like I am in jail it's time for you to sing and shout it's time for you to let the victory out it's time for you to let the praises of God come out of your mouth amen this is our day. This day was designed for me and you. <laughs> Verse 6, that the, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. I want you to notice here that what, that what we are supposed to do is acknowledge every good thing. We're to acknowledge what? Every good thing. The Lord does not want us dwelling on what's wrong. He does want, not want us to acknowledge every bad thing. That was the Old Testament. The law was there to show you what was wrong with you. The New Covenant is here to show you what's right. The Lord is not talking to you about what's wrong. He's talking to you about what's right. That's why I never feel bad in God's presence. I never get around Him and He starts reminding me of all the areas I fall short in. He doesn't do that. He wants me to be knowledgeable and mindful of, fully cognizant of everything, every good thing that I have in Christ. Amen. Only thing necessary for me is to remember that it's in Christ. That keeps me humble. But, but since I know that, the Lord's not coming in here talking to you about your sin there is no sin in Christ that stuff's been passed away and everything's been made right and so we're going to come and we come before before him and he starts reminding us he'll tell you again and again how good it is and you might come in with your head hanging low thinking oh man I've blown it again and you'll come up before him he'll say hi you're looking good 
You're looking righteous and clean. You're looking holy and pure and just and <laughs> because we're in Him. And He wants us to right here. Every good thing that you have, that you are, which is in you, it says, in Christ. Amen. I can't do that verse if every time I come to church, I get beat up and told, told about everything that's wrong with me. That's an Old Testament. That's an Old Testament sermon. Amen. Well, we need to preach on sin. No, we need to preach on righteousness. <laughs> Amen. I'm not an Old Testament believer. And when I know I'm right, that's when I have victory over sin. Amen, amen, amen. The Bible tells us that we have a better covenant established upon better promises. And what that's refer- referring to is there was an old covenant. God dealt with man a certain way. And then there was a new covenant. And he said, this one's better. Right? And quite frankly, it was kind of a big deal to get it established. It was no walk in the park. It was no, well, God just said, whammo, new covenant. No, no, no. wasn't that easy. With God, all things are possible, but this one was some work. I'm telling you, because you know, it was God himself taking on human flesh in the likeness of man, stripping himself of all his divinely right, right attributes as God, came, lived as a man, and ended up dying as a crook bearing all the sin and shame of the world. It's kind of a big deal. Took a lot of preparation, a lot of prophecies to get this thing into motion. Huh? Finding the right couple, dealing with Joseph when his wife's pregnant. You know, I mean, there was a lot involved in this. And when it was finally finished, <laughs> and Jesus finished this thing, he said it's finished, the old covenant was done. And then three days later, he comes busting out of the tomb alive and well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. What would be the reaction in heaven if everyone went, good job. Good job, God. I think he might go, am I at the, am I at the, is this an away game? <laughs> Are not these people on my team? Is this not the home crowd? With all that went into it, and now with our knowledge of that, I tell you what, what what ought it look like? Again, the biggest celebration that is possible coming out of a human being. When we recognize and realize the fullness of what has happened and what God has done for us, I'm telling you, that's why I think uh, a lot of Christians are going to get blown away in heaven when they find out how happy it is. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think around here we're getting a glimpse of this. I don't know that we fully see it, but we're getting a, an idea of what was invested into our lives. How this was no small thing, but God gave His all so we could have His all. And have this new and greater covenant. Amen. I'm telling you. Sometimes sometimes we sing and shout and, re, and re-rejoice. And I don't know if you've ever been there. Maybe this is just me and you're way more spiritual. But sometimes I'm not thinking about it. 
you know, I'm singing the words and I'm thinking about different things. And, but I find when I put my mind on exactly what I'm praising Him for or rejoicing over, it gets really good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we were losers for a real long time. I tell you what, the human race was toast for a long, long time, short of the glory of God. But now I look in the face of God and He says, it's done and it's finished. And I see I'm in Christ. Ah, I'm happy. I'm glad. I want to celebrate. I want to rejoice because the Lord didn't let me down. He didn't come up short. He, I, I didn't pay full price and He gave me a half performance. I paid nothing. He gave me over the top more than I could ever ask or think more than I could ever dream of. He poured it out on me. He poured His favor and His love out on me. I got it for nothing. My response to that needs to be uh, at least equal to what He did. I don't know if I can do that unless I speak in tongues, but it needs to be worthy of what He did. And you may have been bound up for a long time, and this might seem different to you. This is a believer's meaning. We do whatever... The Spirit of God leads us to do. We do. And this is what He wants us to understand here tonight and experience. And I want you, if you've never uh, acted like church was a party and a celebration, let's get it on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is the atmosphere of heaven. I'm telling you, God wants you to be so happy you can hardly stand it. Amen. And I know sometimes... Sometimes people, sometimes people get reserved because that's their personality. But I noticed when I went to that Saints game, a lot of people, all they needed, all they needed to do was a little drinking, and they, they got real comfortable. <laughs> they did. They, they consume a little alcohol or a lot of alcohol, and they had a party all of a sudden. How many know that's in the New Testament? That is likened unto the Holy Spirit. Don't be drunk with wine. But be filled with the Spirit. The more you drink, the easier it gets. All of a sudden it feels like you were born for this. The Lord wants you to, and me, He wants us to live our lives this way. What do I mean? It's our day. A thousand years with the Lord is as a day. <laughs> it's been a two-day party. That's not such a big deal. Amen. The majority of our walk in relationship with God is about celebration. It is about rejoicing. We're told again and again, New Testament, to rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord and be sad. Right? Why doesn't the New Testament tell us to be sad? Because it's the day, the accepted day. It's Jubilee. It's the rejoicing time. Amen. Don't let yourself, don't you dare let yourself go a whole day. A whole day without getting glad. Without rejoicing in the Lord and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for setting me free. Come on now. If you do, you're missing out on the party. I don't want to go up there and meet Abraham someday. And, you know, a lot of the folks, 
All the Old Testament kings and prophets, the ones we know about, plus there's a gazillion people we don't know about. And we, you know, we come up to them asking, what was it like to do this? What was this like? What was this like? Tell me about this. And, and they come up to us and say, no, 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 hold on a minute. I lived before the day. You lived in the day. You tell me what it was like. And do you know what they're expecting to hear? I tell you what, every day was a party. I mean, even when the devil would rear up his ugly head, we would just rejoice. I mean, even when there was stuff that come against us, we knew that we had the victory in Christ. And so we would just shout and get happy no matter what happened. And we'd get together, and we'd have church, and we'd all get so happy we could hardly stand ourselves. I think that's what they're expecting to hear. I don't want to have, I don't want to see a disappointing look on their face. And then we start going, well, you know. Life was hard. I mean, I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> I think they might be going, are you kidding me? We got a copy of that New Testament up here too. I know it was down there, but we got we found out what was supposed to happen. Were you like in a time warp? What was going on? Did you think you were still under bondage? Did you still think you were under the law? And some will say, well, weren't we? That's what I heard in church every week. How about everything that was wrong with me? About how I fall short? About how our just old sinners were all worms of the dust? They might say, you have got to be kidding me. You didn't get a copy of Romans? Didn't you get Galatians? <laughs> Don't you know that you were free the whole time? Let's not disappoint. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. Let's live a life of, of a celebration. Don't anybody think for a moment that's theoretical, that pie in the sky, that's out there, doesn't really apply to me. Come on back down to the real world. I got a, you know, I got a, a job and a family and I got stuff to deal with. Come on now, if God's, if God's word doesn't apply to the real world, let's, let's go do something else. This is the real world. Amen. And the Lord, again, wants us to recognize and acknowledge every good thing that we have in Christ. And think about it. If I'm truly mindful of every good thing, and more than one scripture talks tells us what to think about, I'm truly mindful of everything that's good and not mindful of everything that I fall short in. How's that going to change my demeanor? How's it going to change the way I deal with... Listen, has anybody ever been in a bad mood? I mean, <laughs> we know maturity people are not moody, but... We've probably all been there at some point in our life. Why were we? <laughs> I tell you what, while we felt that way or felt down, we couldn't very easily think of good things. We couldn't think of how good stuff is. We, we, if we thought, if we made ourselves, mm, we flipped back into how everything was bad and all the disappointments. You cannot live down with your mind on the 
up. And if I will live in the, the jubilee that the Lord has given me, the accepted time, the accepted day, where I'm accepted no matter what, because I'm in Christ. If I keep my mind on that, I can't go down. I can't have a down, down day. It's a party. Amen. Life is a celebration. And when we get together, you know what? There's always going to be people that don't know what day it is. But there should be enough of us that always know. Even Sunday morning early service. Is anybody here? That's included in the day. And remember the main focus. What is it? It's celebration. We're rejoicing. Our praise life is centered around not what the Lord did for me today. It's centered around what Jesus did for me on the cross. That comes into today, but that's the focus. All praise is focused on my salvation and my redemption. If we're mindful of that, yippee-yay-yay, hallelujah, the Lord is on the throne and we're going to have a celebration. Amen? So never let yourself uh, be on the opposing team. Resisting the rest of us. Amen. This is the home team here. Amen. And I imagine it looks good from heaven because we're all over the world. And you see these little parties going on. And these people, these PC people shouting. Amen. You know what I think it, when, it, when it really looks good? Is when the, the enemy really is attacking someone. Whether it's through persecution or something else, or the enemy's really attacking someone. And they've got every natural reason to be sad. But here they're lifting their voice and they're glad. Like Paul and Silas in the in, innermost prison. Backs bleeding and then they're in the stocks and they're singing so loud everybody else could hear them. They're praising God. <laughs> I think that looks extra good from heaven. Amen. Because that's an act of faith. Praising God. How I many you know we can do that no matter what? Amen. Someone say, what about those quiet times? Aren't there some of those where we're just really focused in worshiping God or we kneel before the Lord? Yeah, that's, that's definitely relevant. It's just not most of the time. The majority of this is a celebration. Amen. And, uh, you know, Pastor Mickey and these other guys could uh, testify testify to this about my, I don't know, philosophy, if you will. I believe it's rooted in this thought from tonight. But unless there's a, unless there's a real leading to lead, to have a service go real mellow and, you know, real, a lot of slow stuff where we're, you know, just close your eyes, worship the Lord. Unless there's a real leading of the Spirit that way. I don't want our services to go that way. And don't get me wrong, I love that. I really do. But you're not... What I've seen in, in some places, and, you know, I want everyone to do what God leads them to do, but in some places, is they gravitate towards everything being slow worship type music. And they've gotten away from the rejoicing celebration type of worship. 
All right? Not that the other is wrong. It's right. It's good. We love it. But I don't ever want to get to the place where we stop celebrating. Because I see that in the Word of God that we are to rejoice. And that's a normal part. If every time we come together and it's just all quiet, somber worship, that's a part of it, but we're missing something. Amen. Amen. Church ought to be fun. Really? What about sacrifice? The main sacrifice that I'm conscious of is Jesus. I'm not saying we don't lay down our lives for others and things like that. But I'm mindful of His sacrifice. And I want to be all the days of my life and throughout eternity. Praise God.